Welcome to the November 14th edition of the PFF Forecast, post-Sunday night football edition, uh, week 10, almost in the books. We're going to talk about, are the Chiefs back? We'll find out. Um, also, what the hell is going on in the NFL? Uh, I don't know if there are any good teams. We'll talk about which teams we think are actually good enough to maybe win or make a Super Bowl run. And we're going to get on to week 11, guess the lines, and the best bets. Let's rock. All right. Are the Chiefs back? That's what we have to start with. I am committed to being objective here. And I'm also committed. It's the first time for everything. I, I'm committed to trying to be right on a lot of things. So here's here's what I'll say. I said last week we should we should not only discard the outlier bad games for teams, but the outlier good games for teams. There's a lot in this game that screams non-repeatable stuff for the Chiefs, right? The Raiders not really deploying the defense that the teams that have given the Chiefs troubles, you know, tonight. The, the Raiders sucking, yeah. Yeah, but like the Raiders also like didn't get out of a lot of the their cover yeah. three stuff, right? Yep. Um, there was the interception Casey Hayward should have gotten. There was the interception Trayvon Merrick should have gotten in the end zone. There was the Tyreek Hill fumble that was recovered by Tyreek Hill. So, be that as it may, our prior for the Chiefs was high, right? Like, we, we talked about how our model liked them. We talked about how we were not going to pick them for lock of the week because there was just too much bad stuff going on with them. Um. I'm not going to rush to take this game and say they're back. I'll yeah, say that. They're not. If you are going to base uh, them being back after one game, by the way, the first time this entire season that they have beaten a non-garbage team on the road, um, and you watch this game, I think you're ignoring some of like some very important factors. The, the deep passing game is bad. Patrick Mahomes is still not hitting deep deep passes um and the Raiders are just dumb the Raiders decided to continue playing a defense that um that, like so here's here's how it works the the Raiders play cover three zone almost like 15 or 20 percent more I don't know what the exact number is than any other team in the NFL they are singularly unique in that aspect you can go read about it on pff.com I believe it was uh it was a Tej that Tage and uh, Ryan uh, Wiesman wrote about it. Um, but uh, they're very unique in their coverage scheme. Um, what Mahomes and the Chiefs have struggled against this year has been man-to-man -man and two high safety looks. What did the Raiders do? Came out and played cover three zone. And the Chiefs were able to beat it. Um, a lot of screens. That's great. Uh, but you've got to be able to hit deep throws. They continue to not hit deep throws. And I thought it was interesting. The You mentioned the, the interception. That was a really good example of some luck on the Chiefs' end of things. The other thing is that Deshaun Jackson 
what probably should have been a touchdown if he didn't like get yeah. totally disoriented. That turned into a fumble. That was a huge play. Yeah. Right. So so let's 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 back this thing up a little bit. So where are the Chiefs then? Because I think that the hardest part of this entire thing is every single AFC team has had this moment, right? The Browns had this moment against the Bengals, right? The Bengals had this moment against the Ravens. The Ravens had this moment against the Chiefs. The Bills had this moment against the Chiefs. Um, the Titans have been really the only team that hasn't slipped up, but even they have a loss to the Jets, right? Um, so on and so forth, right? Um, I, I, I think that this... I think that it's important to say this does not mean the Chiefs are back in the same sense that we believe them to be did inevitable. They, did they vault any teams in the AFC today? I think that um, I think that they remain in the cluster of top AFC teams that I don't trust. Okay, which is all of them. Yeah, but if you like, like, okay, so so let's say this neutral field. Who's favored, Kansas City or Tennessee? Uh, it should be. Okay, I, th th hold on, hold on. You asked me a question. Yeah, Let me yeah, fucking okay. think about it. Okay. Um, neutral field. I think that it is. Man, that is tough. I don't think either team should be favored by more by three or more. The, perfect, right? Baltimore, Kansas City, who's favored on a neutral field? Um, actually, it's interesting. I mean, I feel the same way. Um, I almost feel stronger, even though Baltimore looked really bad against Miami. Mm -hmm. um, Tennessee's offense continues to be really unimpressive. Yeah. And I have a lot of faith. So here's how I'd put it. The AFC quarterbacks that I have the most faith in it starts with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. That's the quarterback I have the most faith in. That's not saying a lot, mm -hmm. but it's a difference than, you know, it's very different than it was last year where you go Mahomes and then Josh Allen. Right? Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So Buffalo, Buffalo on a neutral against Kansas City is probably favored. I would say mm -hmm. that. Like, I, I don't know by how much, and I do think Buffalo – that's how the market would do it, would would have it. But do you feel that way? Because I don't think Buffalo is better than Tennessee. I don't think Buffalo is better than Baltimore. I think so. This sounds really bad because Buffalo is clearly good and clearly kicked the crap out of Green, uh, Kansas yeah, City after just a month the ago. The Jaguars, right? The Bills are. I think I said this on our show. Maybe it was Chris show, Chris's show. But the Bills sort of like tried to engineer this like. Chiefs 2.0 team mm -hmm. and they run into the same problems the Chiefs run into yep. where you know they they can't buy a basket some games because they're not patient enough to go up and down the field their defense is better than the Chiefs defense um, but that's also pretty variable so like you get what I'm saying right like mm -hmm. the Chiefs are in this cluster of top end AFC teams that I wouldn't be surprised if any of them made it out of the AFC and the only thing that the Tennessee Titans have is Going into the day, they had the 32nd toughest schedule remaining. They already had the one seed in hand. They already, they already have wins against Kansas City and Buffalo. So for all, like, unless things really implode for them, they're the one seed in the AFC, right? Um, but as far as, like, power ranking any of these teams, they're all kind of in the same group for me. Cleveland today, terrible. 
Um, Pittsburgh, obviously, no. And then, you know, Cincinnati's a, a rung below, right? So to would, me, would yeah. would Cleveland surprise you though if they made a run? No. The thing with Cleveland that that leaked today for me, I thought Mayfield. Funny how like Beckham didn't help Mayfield at all today. By the way, you know, could have could have ran a better route on that interception. But the um, their defense was just horrendous today. And and I I watched that game against the Bengals. I'm thinking to myself. They can spread you out second in the secondary. They can rush the pass with Clowney. And I'll say this, like, I came away. This sounds really bad. But, like, the two quarterbacks that changed my mind the most today and probably because I – Mike White? No. One of them is Mike White-like. The Mac Jones. Played well. Mac Jones dealt today. And the other one – and this is this is, has NFC implications – Trevor Simeon played really well today, and it's the, and it's like the third straight week where he's not looked horrendous. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, we'll, let's uh, get to the rest of the teams that we think can can make a run here. But before, got to remind you guys that uh, you can get twenty five percent off any PFF subscription with the promo code forecast F O R E C A S T. It is getting that time of the year where you're going to give things to people that you know and love. And this is a great gift, maybe a little topper. Just write it in the card along with the gift that hopefully the supply chain gets through so that you can give um, all the gifts that you want to all the people that you love. But this gift, particularly wonderful, 25% off. Get all of PFF's locked article content, 0-100 grades, the player props tool, the betting dashboards, the best bets tool, fantasy rankings and projections, and a heck of a lot more with a PFF Elite subscription or get PFF Edge and get all PFF's locked article content and fantasy tools plus the power rankings tool, which we reference all the time on the show for 25% off with the promo code forecast. Also, I was on a little trip today. I have many thoughts. You sound you sound yes. a little hoarse. I, I sound a little hoarse. Um, uh, it, I'm not going to blame American Airlines. Don't worry. I am going to blame hey, American by the way, Airlines. Because if you want to sponsor the show, come and get us. Right. No, do not. No, they cannot sponsor the show. American Airlines absolutely cannot sponsor the show. Um, who can sponsor the show, though? Um, Manscaped.com. Once again, traveled with my Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, which uh, you can get by going to Manscaped.com using promo code PFF for 20% off plus free shipping. Once again, traveled like an absolute dream. Worked perfectly well. I haven't charged it in like three weeks. Still working. Um, this week, we are giving away multiple performance package 4.0s. Rate and review this podcast, leave your email, and we will choose winners at the end of the week. So if you are getting ready to go visit family, okay, and you need to travel with the Performance Package 4.0, go leave a review, five stars, with your email, and we will choose some winners. Um, what you get as a part of that package, the Lawnmower 4.0, the electric trimmer that I've been talking about, telling you is wonderful. It's got skin-safe technology, so it doesn't cut Anything that you obviously don't want to cut, um, but allows you to use it in the shower if you want. It's completely waterproof. It's an awesome tool. Um, so go use promo code PFF at manscaped.com and leave a review. You get 20% off and free shipping with that promo code PFF. All right. Um, you mentioned a bunch of other teams. I thought this would be interesting. Teams that like we think have a real chance that we wouldn't be like, oh my God, I can't believe this, this team came out of absolutely nowhere. I can't believe nowhere. it's not butter. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
because you bring up the Patriots, and the Patriots were one that I thought made sense to talk about. The Patriots and the Browns played today. And I, you know, in the AFC, um, going into the year, I think you would have been pretty surprised if the New England Patriots were competing for a Super Bowl. Would you be surprised if they made a run in the playoffs? No. I mean, I, I think I think we want to look at Mac Jones and be like, man, that guy's limited, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But, man, can he throw? Like, he's been very accurate. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson, uh, you know, they, they've – had moments, man. And he did it two, without Johnny Smith today, the, by the, the way. The two tight ends, yeah, yeah. Hunter Henry was always like probably the better of those two guys, and he played well. Offensive line protected, you know, really well. Um, and that defense, like Matthew Judon was great. Our own mm-hmm. our Deontay Lee had a great quote. He said, you know, Matthew Judon's the kind of guy you don't want to go to the Patriots if if you want the Patriots to stop winning. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously in the secondary they're great. Uh and they got Jamie Collins back in linebacker. Like it's it's just like yeah, Judon's been. It's awesome. the same nonsense for them <laughs> as before. Um, so yeah, I think so. New England currently on DraftKings twenty-five to one to win the Super Bowl. Um, that's right behind. That's the same as the Chargers. Watch the Chargers today. Uh, I think uh, the Herbert regression stuff. You know, you don't want to speak too soon, mm-hmm. but uh, first five games of the year is at an eighty-eight grade. Last next five games or nine five weeks four games he's had a seventy four grade so you've mm-hmm. seen that regress a little bit for him. Um, so Mac so Jones, so they have a chance. I they for sure have a chance. Mac Jones has a higher PFF passing grade pending review this week than Justin Herbert, than Josh Allen, than Derek Carr, than Matthew Stafford, um, than Aaron Rodgers. He's been very very good. Um, he has not been asked to do as much. Right, and I think that's probably the important thing to remember. I mean, the defense has played very, very well. They run the ball a bunch. Um, and that's not to take anything away from Mac Jones, um, but it's an, important, it's an important part of the equation, right? Because you see a lot of rookie quarterbacks who come and join really bad teams. Mm-hmm. They're asked to do a ton of things. You look at some of the guys that are in the MVP conversation, like a Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott. Uh, Lamar Jackson, where they're asked to put the teams on their back. Mm-hmm. And that's not what they're asking Mac Jones to do. But he is performing very, very well. Big-time throw rate of just under 5%, um, which it's not – that's not Kyler Murray-esque, right? Kyler's at like 9%, but it's very impressive. If you're redrafting the quarterbacks today, does Mac Jones move up your list? Yeah. I mean, I thought I, – I thought that the – taking him over Lance. I, taking I, him over Fields? No. Are you taking him over Wilson? No. Really? You're taking him over Trey Lance, but not over Zach Wilson? Trey Lance was the worst of those five quarterbacks. Have you seen the Jets play? I've seen the Jets yeah. play. Have you seen Zach Wilson play quarterback? I've seen Zach Wilson okay. play. My, my thing is, okay, we'll stop right here. Because if, you, if you're taking him over, explain to me how you're taking no, no. him over Trey Lance, if, if, but not Zach Wilson. If I'm taking, here's the thing. So this this is a great discussion because it, it let's fold gambling into it, okay? So if I'm doing if I'm trying to predict the spread of a game, yeah, and I only take the performance of that team mm-hmm. during that season, I'm going to get a different spread than if I factor in priors. Yep, and 
And I do better if I factor in priors. That, that's a proven thing. Everybody who models the NFL knows that. Here's the thing. If I had no data on any of those quarterbacks, mm-hmm. I'm taking Mac Jones over all of them. Over all of them. That includes, yeah, yeah. That includes Trevor Lawrence. That includes Zach Wilson. Yep. That includes Justin Fields. And that includes Trey Lance. Yep. If you add in priors, I still think the order is what I like my order was my order was Lawrence well it was kind of like three right it was one a one b one c was Lawrence Wilson and Fields I thought I saw no real distinction between those in fact to be fair I liked Wilson over all three of those he has not performed that way yet and then I had Jones and then I had Lance I thought Lance was the worst of them I I said this during the draft show which you can still watch that then we all were so relieved that the Niners didn't take Mac Jones that we overlooked the fact that they took the worst of those three quarterbacks in Lance. Right, right, right. We would have taken Fields. Yes, that's understandable. But we also would have taken we also would have taken Jones over Lance. I think that that I think Jones's Jones's medium projection was good enough to overlook Lance's ceiling. That being said, uh, see that's where I through, disagree. Through but. ten NFL weeks. If you if you overreact to too much of them, that's how you get the 2018 draft class where we're looking at and saying, "Oh, Baker's the best of them. Josh Allen's trash, right. and et cetera, et cetera." You still have to have you still have to fold in, or if your priors are still this, like you still have to regress to your priors a little bit, don't you? Yes, and I, so there's a bunch of things. I, let me let's talk about the priors real quick, because there's. One thing about priors is that there's still uncertainty in how well calibrated they are. And my point on that would be, we have great data on Zach Wilson playing at BYU. There's a lot of uncertainty in that, right? And I think one of the things that we're finding out is that maybe, just maybe, that doesn't mean as much, right? And that it, he wasn't quite ready for it. Now, that being said, you, as you said, overreacting to 10 weeks is a huge mistake, especially because you're not looking for the median projection. Because Mac Jones' median projection is Kirk Cousins at this point, right? Yeah, we, I mean, like, he's playing like Kirk Cousins is, which on a rookie deal is great. I would like. That's great. Most teams would win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins on a rookie deal. I would. The 2018 that. Rams, if they had Cousins instead of Goff on a rookie deal, they're more competitive in that 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 year, right? They lose the same way they lost that game. Okay, maybe. Um, I I don't just <laughs> like, but like Cousins on a rookie deal. If you get that level of perform, like the issue with Cousins or Goff or or. Well, I'll tell you, who would have taken that is Kyle Shanahan. Probably take Kirk Cousins on a rookie deal. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but I like, think you're you're in today's NFL though, you want the Kyler Murray upside. You want the Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert can put these games together because that's how you win a Super Bowl. And so look, I I'm still taking Justin Fields over Mac Jones. I'm still taking Trevor Lawrence over Mac Jones. Um I think Trey Lance and Zach Wilson over Mac Jones is a real debate. But if you are drafting for winning a Super Bowl, which I think most teams are, I think it's way too early after 10 weeks to be like, yeah, for sure. Well, and especially with, with, with 
Even though Mac Jones has played incredibly well. Especially with Wilson, it's more like six or seven weeks, right? Because he's missed three starts and he missed most of the other starts. He's thrown enough interceptions. He's been horrendous. I mean, like, look, we're not I'm not papering over this. He's looked horrendous. I do think I do think like watching another quarterback who's clearly not as good as him have success doing yeah. the thing he he clearly was unwilling to do in his first six starts. Like I, I think that bodes well for him, but but no, like look, Mac Jones. Like, here's the other thing we don't know about. Like, you talk about the BYU thing, which I think is very valid. But the 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 part about Mac Jones we don't really understand is that Alabama offense, sort of weird, right? Because the, the 2019 version had four number one picks on mm-hmm. it, and Mac Jones was pretty good when he came in for Tua. The 2020 version had one left, right? Or right. two, I guess, if you count Mech, he might end up being mm-hmm. a first-round pick. And he was com- he was absolutely dealing last year, like. But we've never had an Alabama quarterback play that well, right? We had Hurts, which is and Hurts has been fine Hertz in the NFL, played really well. This and, year. And, yeah. But we've had Hurts, but even Hurts in Alabama was not that productive from a passing perspective. Mm-hmm. He had to go to Oklahoma to be productive. Right. By the way, which looks like more of an accomplishment with every passing Caleb Williams and Trevor uh, Spencer Rattler start. By the way, and. And, and and then we had Tua, and Tua was fantastic at Alabama and kind of middling in the NFL at best. So all this stuff is really hard, right? And I think our, our friend Josh Hermsmeyer, I think, you know, he's gone a little bit nihilist with it. But, like, to be honest, there's there's part of me that kind of trends that way in a way, which is like, let's just draw really wide error bars on these guys and learn from this stuff. Because I do think it, it's extremely tough. Um, and there's so that, that's why I spend a lot of my time trying to understand scheme because I feel like it's a big deal. And I look at the Patriots. Josh McDaniels has done a fantastic job this year. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like they're running out the Bucks receivers. They're running out Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. Um, no, they beat a real team this week. They had played the the uh, second easiest schedule to date. Yeah, and eighth hardest. Have the eighth hardest remaining, including today. So. Um, it'll be interesting. I thought that they this game was, you know, as much about how well Mac Jones played as how poorly Baker Mayfield played and how good Bill Belichick is at can, eating, can I ask you eating a quarterbacks' hearts out. So, so I mess. I said I tweeted this out this week and got a fair amount of pushback. I I viewed them signing both of their guards to big deals, four guards, as a sign that they were not going to do the whole the big contract with Mayfield and I may have worded it weirdly like oh they're gonna let Mayfield go at some point mm-hmm. like that's it right they're not signing these guards to humongous deals to sign Mayfield to Dak Prescott's deal are they yeah my, my take I agree with you my so my take on it was that you're signing those guards you're signing their your offensive line because you know that you're going to keep you're either going to keep Mayfield on a deal that's Help! It's, but do you, but I, does that ever happen? Look, you're not getting paid by the number of commercials you do. He is not playing super well. Um, I don't think that the way Mayfield is played right now, you're giving him a huge contract. You're going and you're saying, "Look, man, you have not played that well. We have a really good supporting cast. We'll bring you back on a middle of the road deal. And if not, then you say peace, peace out, buddy." But has that ever happened slash worked? What do you, well, 
it so hasn't like, happened. So, yeah, like, like I guess the closest comparison is like Blake Bortles. Yeah, but, but, and Bortles, and and if you if you try, so if but that just because it hasn't happened before doesn't mean I, I agree with that. But like, doing. but but all of if you talk to Brad Spielberger, you know, if you talk to folks who are doing these negotiations, these agents, like it's all about comps, right? They always try to do this near nearest neighbor yeah, algorithm, and like the problem is. If you go, if, if Mayfield's people go and they're like, look, like, you know, we kind of think he's not necessarily tier one. We think he's like borderline tier two. Everybody's going to be like, well, that's going to be pre like that's going to be a step below Prescott. And that's going to be um, plus adding inflation to the cap and stuff. That's going to mean he's going to cost, you know, 30, 40 million, let's say, because that's like kind of in the ball. Like and and. If you're the Browns, you're insane if you sign that deal. Like you, it is like you're insane if you if, sign him to forty you're million. Baker Mayfield's agent, and you walk in and try to put four zero anywhere in a PowerPoint presentation within the room that you're talking to the front mm -hmm. office in, you should be shot out of a cannon out. There. I, I agree, but like that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that's not going to happen. And if you're the Browns and you look at that would be absolutely and you look wise. at comparables. Who are the comparables you're putting in if you want this middle class quarterback contract? You're basically talking about Bortles. And I and he, as much as I think Mayfield has underachieved at times with Cleveland, he's better than Bortles. Like it, he's literally in the snowman's land. And I guess the other comp you have is Kirk Cousins. Like the two tags and, and even like even even Dak had a tag. Like even and tagging I wrote about this on PFF.com back when he was tagged. Tagging never works for quarterbacks. Never. Because if he proves that he's worthy of the franchise tag, he wasn't worth tagging to begin with. And if he was bad, you you, you misidentified right, right. him. And if he's great, you're going to be you're spending through the – like So the, the decision is to be made now, right? And I know it's a hard problem, but to me, the, the, the Cleveland Browns are building a roster that you can win football games – with with Jameis Winston, Case Keenum, guys like that, and like I, I commend them if that's if that's the approach they're taking because it would it would be again it would be against the grain. But like I'd rather go against the grain than be like the Eagles post Carson Wentz or the Rams post Jared yeah. Goff. Like well, I'd rather that outcome. And and I would guess my my thought would be if you're signing if you're signing players that are let's I don't know what the right word is complementary to a quarterback. Yeah, but even like in terms of how complimentary they are, they are like not tier one complimentary. Yeah. They're like tier two or yeah, tier yeah. three complimentary, which yeah. is what the guards are. Then role players, basically. Yes, you are preparing to win with a rookie quarterback deal, mm -hmm. is my take on it. And so either you're getting Baker at a very team friendly deal, you're getting him on a prove it deal that is still team friendly, or you're going out and you're saying, look, we're going to draft the quarterback and see how it goes. And I think that would honestly probably be the smartest thing to do um well i just want to run through teams at, real quick and get your take um on like sorry i derailed the conversation no, but okay. i thought it was good it's okay uh yeah i agree can these teams make a super bowl run um the seattle seahawks no the san francisco 49ers no the los angeles chargers uh, i go yes this is one right yeah, yeah yeah okay i i Yes, borderline. Okay. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals. No. The Minnesota Vikings. No. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. No. Hell no. Uh, we're in agreement I like my so, comment a lot. We're in but, agreement like, but so hell far. No. 
The Indianapolis Colts. No. Okay. The uh, on the ropes today against Jets. The Las Vegas Raiders. No. Okay. Too many things going bad there. Okay. The Hard schedule too. New England Patriots. I think we both said yes. Yes. Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Cleveland Browns. No. Baker's too limited. Okay. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say yes. It's borderline. I'm going to say yes. I mean, they have the same Super Bowl odds as the Chargers, the other team we are kind of on the borderline with. I'm going to say yes, and here's why I'm going to say yes. I'm not – this is the week. I'm not overreacting to this week's games. Two weeks ago, the Denver Broncos took the Dallas Cowboys and wiped the floor with them. Mm -hmm. This week, the exact opposite happened for both those teams. Two weeks ago, the Buffalo Bills got destroyed – well, not destroyed, but mm -hmm. they lost to the Jaguars. That's the equivalent of getting destroyed. Yep. This week, they came in. So Cleveland's last three weeks are – Got beat at home by a bad Pittsburgh team, killed the Cincinnati Bengals, got equally killed by the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. Like you average those out, it's you been take, up and down. You take the median for them; they're kind of an and, average. Team. And Baker's hurt, so like, yeah, that's a good point about Baker. He I is want, not healthy. I want to um, not okay. So I, I have four. You have three, I think. Um, Baltimore Ravens, yes, absolutely. Uh, L.A. Rams, reluctantly, yes. Um, that's six. The New Orleans Saints. No, as much as I like Simeon, I – no. I'm with you there. Um, the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Uh, Tennessee Titans. Yes. Green Bay Packers. Yes. Chiefs. Yeah. Cardinals. Yeah. Bucks. So yeah. I think we have like 10. Are there any teams that I missed that you think can make a Super Bowl run? Left on this list. Our Bears. Uh, Denver, no. Chicago, no. Yeah, um, I so. so I think 10 Atlanta, is a no. number. 10 teams that – I think could win the Super Bowl. That's yeah. a pretty decent. By the number. way, I think when you look at, uh, um, if you look at this, of the, so we have Bills are currently six to one on DraftKings. Bucks are six and a half to one. Rams seven to one. Cowboys nine to one. Packers ten to one. Arizona eleven to one. Chiefs eleven to one. Titans twelve to one. That's interesting since we mm -hmm. would like the Chiefs, but I, I or sorry Titans, but I do know that like their offense is kind of bad right now. Yep. Um, Marcus Johnson, a great game though. Uh, Ravens fourteen to one, interesting. So that is that right there is nine, and then and then you and then we have Chargers twenty five to one, Patriots twenty five to one, Browns forty to one. So those are like the teams that we're talking about, uh, and where the market has them. We are the most split on Chargers, New England, Cleveland. That's kind of where the market is as well. After that, Cincinnati fifty to one, Indy, Indy, Las Vegas, and New Orleans all sixty to one. I think clear from from any contention there. I agree. We're going to get to week eleven before we do. If you're going to go bet on the Super Bowl uh, and who wins it or who makes it, go do that at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official uh, betting partner of the NFL. Here's the deal: new customers who use promo code PFF when they deposit and bet just one dollar on any team to score can win one hundred dollars in free bets when that team scores. You score. It's very simple. Um, the sportsbook is awesome, and they make sure that you get plenty of boosts. You can do same-game parlays. They give all new customers a free shot at a million dollars when they make their first deposit. Um, tons of good odds boosts, as I think I just mentioned. DraftKings Sportsbook is the best sportsbook. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF at $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. 
You score with promo code PFF at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers are eligible. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Also, we are brought to you by our friends at Western and Southern Financial. Whether you want to learn about football or finance, They've got a great deal for you because they're partnering with Chris Collinsworth and the Chris Collinsworth podcast on the Ask Chris opportunity. You can go to westernsouthern.com slash askchris and submit a question to Chris, anything you want. And when you do, you will get a chance to win a completely expenses paid uh, catered party for February's big game. You know which game I'm talking about. You can ask anything you want, financial, football, get it answered on the Chris Collinsworth podcast and Western and Southern's Instagram for answers to the best questions every single week. Remember, with Western and Southern, you can get a game plan for your financial future. WesternSouthern.com slash ask Chris. All right, week 11, you ready to rock? Mm-hmm. Let's get this thing going. I have a nice little, I have a nice little uh, tweet. Oh, yes, great. One. Yeah. About time. Um, Back to work. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Um, I felt should, like you needed that. You needed I to did. laugh. I did. I, it's if been a if long no day. one watches the games, so me and David Sofaro are Kansas City fans. When we watch games, we are somewhat insufferable. Oh, somewhat? And and George today, I, I, I like to think I'm a little funny at least. I can get you to crack a laugh yeah. every once in a while. But Volume shooter. But I'm a volume shooter from the jokes perspective for sure. I, I'm Worst certainly one today. Okay, so here it is. Uh, it's basically you and Dave are sitting next to each other. You guys are the Kansas City Brain Trust, mm-hmm. commenting on every single play, <laughs> literally every single play. And the worst one you had today was I call him Gerald Williams because he reminds me of Gail Sayers. That was honestly that was a zero out of ten. Daryl okay. Williams, by the way, by it's the way, okay. I will say like and. I, uh, Dave, Austin, I, we went to the sports book in Indiana for the noon games today. And I don't think we could buy a bucket. I, I, you know, we had the under lock of the week. We were two, one and one in our locks of the week this yeah, week. First I, time we had, by the way, I can't believe I forced us into a teaser. I'm sorry. And the yeah, fact I that don't think we had one teaser, like hit the whole week. The fact the that we didn't identify the, the chiefs as the lock. Well, it was more of the Raiders, right? The the dysfunction that was yes. the Raiders. It was less Kansas City getting right, more like the Raiders, because we were like looking at Kansas City we and thinking like, them. yeah, yeah. Um, but we did get under forty four and a half in New Orleans, Tennessee. It ended forty four. If you bet it on game day, you lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, you lost. Yes. Um, but luckily, uh, a lot of us had that uh, had that forty four and a half. Um, but like everything I bet today was terrible. And then as I was leaving, I just like fired off on a bunch of like chiefs alt lines. So like chiefs minus six and a half, chiefs minus nine and a half, chiefs minus 13 and a half, uh, Kelsey and Hill, both over six and a half catches, all this stuff. And like, literally that game just like was, was, and the last one I fired off was Daryl Williams under rushing yards, which like Daryl Williams had like what, 10 catches for a hundred yards today, but like rushing the ball, they like stopped giving him ball. So it was. Uh, he was not Gale Sayers on the ground today, but uh, it didn't matter. Thursday Night Football, Patriots at Falcons. I struggled with this line quite a bit. What do you have it at? Let's say that again. Patriots-Falcons? Patriots-Falcons. Um, Thursday Night uh, I think Falcons are getting two and a half at home. Okay. I have Falcons plus three. All right, let's look. I, You know, Falcons, what was your favorite, the Falcons – 
if the season ended today, the Falcons are in the playoffs moment. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> the, so I struggled this line. I, Whoa. I initially, so I initially, to be really fair with you, I initially went like, could I make this seven? No. It's like, but I could, can I make it six and a half? Can I make it five and a half? And then I said, you know what? I am not going to overreact to this last week. I guess we have to. I guess we have to okay. take Atlanta because the, the Falcons went out. They beat the Saints. They then went to Dallas, who was playing. Dallas was playing a Super Bowl today. If they lose this game today, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry Jones isn't giving isn't giving them a meal ticket to go get food after the game. Yeah. Um. So I don't want to overreact to that. I also don't want to overreact to Baker Mayfield's bum shoulder getting worked in New England. This game is in Atlanta. But it's five and a half. The the other thing that you have to consider here, and maybe when I made the line, I did not consider this. Rookie head coach is playing Thursday night football against Bill, Be- like against anybody. Mm. But rookie head coaches on Thursday night football that's fair are notoriously bad, and obviously Arthur Smith. I mean, I just the part of me is inter- the interesting thing about the Falcons. Is I actually think the Falcons are well coached by Arthur Smith. I think they're a little rough around the edges. They made the they evidently made the right decision on Julio Jones, by the way, um, but they're just they're just not close talent wise, right? Like talent wise, they just not, they're just not there yet. And but at the same time, like is this a letdown spot for New England? It's you know, a, you had yeah. Belichick revenge game against the Browns. He he always loves to bang up the Browns because they fired where, him. Where do you think this one's moving? Because on Pinnacle, it's minus one ten, minus five and a half is minus one ten. Yeah, I mean, I don't want – I don't think – like, look, at, if the point of the show, and we do get closing line value on almost every pick, if the point of the show is to take – is to get closing line value – we're betting now, we – No, you let – you leave this alone. Be, yeah, we should be – You leave this that. alone. Okay. Um, but you, you. you just swallow some humble pie and say, look, you. I thought the Falcons were going to be um, lined better. But if you actually like Atlanta, to, now is not the time to bet Atlanta. I think it will be a good bet by the end of the week. Yeah. Uh, or by Thursday, I guess. Um, 1 p.m. slate. Saints go to Philadelphia to face the Eagles. I have the Eagles getting four and a half. This is interesting, right? Because we've had the Saints have gotten a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. The The Saints-Tennessee game was sort of the biggest, uh, and I don't mean this in a pejorative way, but like a lot of what would be considered sharps like the saints and mm-hmm. bet it down to two and a half a lot of people when the injury news came out like tennessee and bet it out bet it at minus three um game closes two. tennessee kind of controlled that game although new orleans had the the two missed pats and the fumble um i think the saints like are my, my whole point of saying that is i think the saints and the eagles are closer than what people want to believe um, but the Saints are going to continue to get respect in the markets because uh, of Sean Payton. And what do you have this at? Two and a half Saints. It is. Um, it is Saints plus one and a half. That, that makes more sense, though, given everything. Like I thought, this is the, the most I've been off on a line all year. I think. What do you have? I had it at Eagles plus four and a half. Yeah. So so. Yeah, so Eagles are favored by one. The Eagles got a ton of respect against the Chargers, and they got a yeah. ton of respect against the Broncos this week. People like the Eagles. I think, do you, do you believe that it's partially because the Eagles sort of play an old-school style of football and offense? They kind of limit mistakes, don't they? Yeah, and Hurts has been 
been really solid. Hurts plays what they do. Like the, Here's <clears throat> what I'll say. The Eagles' defense is the most unimaginative pile of yeah. scheme that I've ever seen. Like, if you are a competent offense, you can shred the Eagles. The problem is the, the, the yeah. Denver Broncos are not competent. And the Saints – we're plucky today, but I think Tennessee played a defense that we were kind of expecting of them all year. Can't cover anybody. Pass rush is just okay. Um, so I, I, I don't really want to bet this game, but I do I do think that this is a water level of where we should be. I think the Saints and Eagles, after you add everything up, are probably closer than... Yeah, here's the tough thing with crossing three in either direction is this, this is a... Uh... This feels like a knockdown, drag out, yeah, kind of game. Um, Saints in Eagles a teaser. Eagles are alive. Saints in a teaser out to plus seven and a half is something that um, yeah. I mean, I you got to wait intrigued. for it though. But yeah, what, it, do, you mean, what it, do you mean wait for it? Well, is it? It's isn't it just one, one and a half. Okay, okay. All right. Dolphins, Jets. This game sucks. Uh, I don't know if I have this line. Uh, apparently, I'm way off today. Uh, I have Jets plus six and a half. Dolphins coming off of Thursday night football. Jets probably Zach Wilson this week, right? So I would imagine it's not even on the board, although whatever. Um, let's go Jets. Yeah, I mean, so the Dolphins were favored by, what, four and a half against Houston at home, and then they've won two games since. The Jets are kind of meh. I'll say Dolphins plus Dolphins laying three and a half. It's plus three. Plus three, minus one of seven on Pinnacle. Yeah, so right around. Okay. Um, what am I missing here? The Jets are absolutely awful. Yeah, but the Dolphins stink. There's different levels of stink. <laughs> the, the Jets are a dumpster fire. Who's starting a quarterback for the Dolphins? Doesn't matter. The same person. Jacoby or Tua, it's the same freaking person. Okay. Um, so you – see, I just can't lay – points on the road with a bad team sure. i don't care against who it could be like us and our flag sure. football team and i wouldn't lay points with them yeah i don't know i don't understand this line at all the jets are very 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 bad like terrible mm -hmm. Wait, either one of those quarterbacks is throwing four interceptions against the dolphins no yes <laughs> i yes. mean the dolphins the dolphins blew like their entire like bankroll on beating the Ravens, don't you think? Well, yeah, they were at home. It was a Thursday night game. They like they, they, they literally sent the house on every play. That, like, that, and that won't work against the Jets. I, I think the Jets will will run arrow routes to their running backs the entire game. Oh, if that's the case. The Jets apologist live in living color. Washington, Carolina. What do you have this at? Uh, Washington at Carolina. Uh, let me look. Um, I have Carolina laying two and a half. I That's, don't know who the quarterback is. I am going to assume it is Cam Newton by next week. Is I, this Ron Rivera revenge game season? It is. It is. Um, I have two and a half as well. It is uh, minus three plus 102. So right about spot Makes on. Makes a lot of sense to me. Right about spot on. Um, good job by Taylor Heineke today, by the way. He was... Dude, he was great. Yeah. I mean, we, we liked Tampa last week at this time. That closed better than we bet it, so, you know, whatever. But, man, in Tampa, what? Okay, we well, haven't even brought up Tampa. What's what's the issue with the Bucks? They're injured. They're injured. 
Okay. Antonio Brown is their best receiver. Isn't it he, crazy he that he's not their playing. best receiver? He was not playing. Um, Godwin, are we? Godwin a little banged up. Yeah, but he's also not. Godwin needs. Godwin needs to be a two, right? He can't be the one for that team. Well, he's not. But, he's the three. Yeah, but like, uh, he had a foot injury. Didn't yeah. practice this week. And they also could use Gronk. They have no uh, ability to cover anybody. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, I yeah, also it was a think ten minute drive by the Washington football team to close that game out. Yeah, Vita Vea got hurt. That's a, a big loss for them. Um, Shows how uh, tenuous defense is. Yes, uh, Richard Sherman was a late scratch in that game. I mean, they're banged up on the in the secondary. Uh, Colts go to Buffalo. Buffalo play the Bills. I have the Bills uh, favored by six and a half. Yeah, me too. Okay, it is seven. Minus one hundred two plus seven is minus one hundred eight. So plus seven. I think aren't the Colts the side here? At plus seven. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. This is um, a rematch of the a playoff game that the Colts lost by three mm-hmm. with with Philip Rivers playing a good game. Yeah, I mean, I think Bills so, are not as good as they were. I think last the year. thesis. I, tell me if you disagree, but I think a good way to think about betting games, if you are, you know, from it's a week to week league. If you are buying teams at the top of the market against other like decent teams, like there's just not a huge spread <laughs> amongst the teams that are real NFL. If you teams. get a competent team against another competent team and you're getting a touchdown, I feel like the other competent team is is a yeah. good side to have. Yeah, I agree. Like the Colts, what are the Colts? The Colts, the Colts had to grind one out today against Jags, but they were up a lot. Carson Wentz kind of did Carson Wentz shit all day, and it was kind of like, but like Buffalo is a play too high, soft, you know, defense that Jonathan Taylor can kind of run against. And well, the Colts, I think, will do things against Josh Allen that will force them to, you know, slow mm-hmm. the game down, and, and he probably won't put up forty. Josh Allen played well today, though. By the way, yeah, um, it was it was a slow start for him, but but they 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 put put it on it. Lions go to Cleveland to play the Browns. God dang it! Good opportunity for the Browns to figure it out here. Um, I believe that Baker Mayfield will be back. That is what um, Kevin Stefanski said he thinks. What do you have this one at? Uh, Browns laying 13 and a half. That is uh, exactly what I said, I think. Let me go back to my notes here. Uh, no, I said 12 and a half. And I don't see this on Pinnacle. I think it's because you don't have a quarterback. Yeah, not sure about the quarterback. Um, uh, it was nine and a half, uh, according to our friend Jeff Sherman at Golf Odds on Twitter. Doesn't this feel like the kind of game that the Browns just like win by a lot? Yeah. 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 I mean, Jared Goff – well, and the other thing is Jared Goff might not play. Jared Goff was injured. He was hurt. But he was also horrendous today. Like, yeah, that wasn't great. Like, it was one of those games – where there were multiple drives where the Lions just ran the ball three consecutive plays. And yeah, it wasn't great. I don't, what are you doing? I guess this they're game, waiting for Tim Boyle to come back. Like, yeah. That's the only way. This that, game being under 10 to me, yeah. uh, the Lions are, are really not great. They put up a spirited effort, played all the way into, you know, played mm-hmm. the fifth Plus quarter. eight was a send when, when you heard the news yeah. that line was available for at least a minute or two. Um, um, this one's interesting to me. Okay. 49ers go to Jacksonville, play the Jaguars. 49ers obviously played today or tomorrow, uh, today, I guess. Um, 
I have the Jaguars getting three and a half points at home. Uh, I have the Jaguars getting four and a half. Okay. Uh, it is uh, pre-Sunday night, according to Jeff Sherman. It was San Francisco uh, minus five. So ja- Jags plus five. Yeah, so that's – I mean, this is the market really liking the Jags – or, sorry, really liking the Niners still, yep. right? Like, we'll so, see what they do tonight. What do you think – I mean – Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm trying to think about what um, – Markets I, moved in the Niners' direction since the uh, Robert Woods injury. And the Niners now. have played – you know, the Niners play the Rams really, really well. Um, the so, Niners' last home win was October 18th of last year against the Rams on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I don't know. This one – um, I don't know that the Niners should get that much respect, to be honest. But we'll see. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence looked terrible today. Like he he made some throws that were great, but like for the most part, the guy can't. His he's just, a rookie. It's gonna it's, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be an up and down thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's a week to week league for the uh, Texans Titans in Tennessee. Uh, I have the Titans favored by fourteen and a half. Oh wow! What do you have this at? I says thirteen and a half. It's ten. Well, you know why that is, right? You know who get, you know who, I, and I, I, I mean no disrespect. Is this because of Tyrod? Yeah, Tyrod's one of the Tyrod. I don't know if Tyrod's overrated or not, but like you remember two weeks ago or last week, sorry, mm-hmm. when they faced the um, Miami Dolphins. Once it, once people found out Tyrod was playing, that number went down like two points. Yeah, yeah. And Tyrod is respected in the betting markets. Um, that's a guy that covers. I, but he is he like yeah, I, I don't know I, like. This, Oh man, the Titans have played the some Titans really good teams. Sucks, dude. Yes, like, but they've played good teams. Yeah, yeah. Some point there's a letdown spot, isn't there? And the the, the interdivision familiarity. I guess the issue with interdivision familiarity is literally no one on Houston has played for Houston right. for that long. So and there's David no like Culley's yeah, never David Cauley. I mean, Davis Mills, Tyrod Taylor. None of those guys were on Houston even last year, but like. There is there's all those like sort of things there. I don't want to lay points with that Titans offense though. Correct. That Titans offense is, it's not great. Yeah, uh, Packers Vikings is a good game in Minnesota. I'm mm-hmm. very curious what you have this at. Vikings getting three. It's exactly what I have. It is Vikings getting two and a half plus one hundred two. Vikings. Means. Well, so that means it's yeah. trending three. I mean, the Vikings are getting a lot of respect, and I. This is an interesting one, and I and I do think that this this uh, gives rise to a distinction that we have to make. If if I could coach the bets, the Vikings would be a lot better than they are, right? Like mm-hmm. if you could tell them, look, your best player is Justin Jefferson. Throw to him early and often. The Vikings are hard to beat that way. It's just that some of these games, they just get into a shell and they lose to Cooper Rush and mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Today against the Chargers, I mean, granted, the Chargers are just another version of the Vikings, but like against the Chargers, the Vikings did those things. They yeah. were very good. Um, I love the spot. Minnesota getting three? Um, no, it's two and a half uh, right now. You said it's trending. You want, you want the Packers minus three or minus two and a half? Minus two and a half, yes. Okay. Um, Aaron Rodgers, pr- a Indoors. little rusty, little rusty today. Yeah. Um, owns the Vikings. Bro Rogan. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the the Packers, I know, like defense is a hard thing to predict. The Packers defense um, 
is playing a lot better than I Eric thought. Eric Stokes would. zero catches allowed today. Although, could Russell Wilson throw it in the ocean today? It was no, not great. I mean, he was horrible. It was not great. Um, they should sit. If they lose another game, they're basically out of it. They should sit him the rest of the year. Like, there's no reason to get him out there and get him hurt more. Yeah, but so my, <laughs> we'll talk about this when we get to the Seahawks. Um, yeah, I kind of like the. I look. I like two sides of this. I like the Vikings at home teased out to eight and a half, and I like um, Aaron Rodgers uh, minus two and a half against Kirk Cousins. That's a an opportunity. Um, it's a privilege, is what it is. Yeah, Ravens at Bears. Would you have the same? Yeah, I have uh, Ravens. So this one's interesting. I think that the Ravens, even though they're coming off, like so, the Bears are coming off of a buy. Mm-hmm. The Ravens, though, are coming off of Thursday Night Football, so this is kind of like they're screwing the Bears here out of a buy. Yep. Yep. Um, somewhat. I think the Bears are going to get three and a half at home. I think it's less than what... I have the Bears getting six. And that is exactly what it is. So six. So do you, do we like the Bears? No. So... You might. The Ravens. The Ravens are... This is interesting. This is like having have somebody who's followed Kansas City for a while. The Ravens are trending towards Kansas City in levels of respect, stars and scrubs. No, no, no respect. I respect the Ravens. By the way, I by the way, last week we said I I mentioned that Lamar was inaccurate during the first half of a game, and there's always people that comment on like you say Lamar's trash. I'm like. No, Lamar went eight for 17 in the first half of the game. Like, that's not saying he's trash. That's like stating a fact. And, um, but like the Ravens are not good from player six to 53. Yeah, that's They're true. just not. And like they're, they're tr- they used to be a team that spent 66% of the cap on the defense and Lamar was cheap and like, and like Lamar's still cheap this year, but the injuries and like sort of atrophy of that roster like games like the Thursday night game against Miami, like are not, are like yeah, but they're not that good. About like, that game, they they had played a full seventy minutes extra yeah. over, you know, extra quarter. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, this is another one of those situations where I don't want to overreact. What I just mm-hmm. saw, uh, which was obviously a, a nationally televised game, a, a solo game where they played really poorly. And the Bears, by the way we would almost be overreacting to how well the Bears played in the second half of that game against yeah. Pittsburgh because, you know, they should have won that game. If you right. take away the referees, I think they do win. Um, I'm, I'm fine laying off it. I don't. I would not lay a touchdown on the road, Ravens yeah. against the Bears. I'm not saying I would – yeah, I'm not saying I would – I mean, I, I had it right at six, so, like, I feel like that's probably fair. All right, the 4 p.m. slate is good. Bengals Raiders in Vegas. I have the Raiders favored by three. Two and a half. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Not Ra- Raiders take a big L tonight. Though. Uh, this is a pick. Wow. A pick. Yeah. I don't know if you can get that anywhere, but that's what it was pre-Sunday night, which is surprising. So it's not going to be out to two and a half. So I'll take Raiders here. I- yeah. I'm kind of with you. Are the Raiders so? So here's a question because I know the Raiders are dealing with it right now, but are the Bengals better coached than the Raiders? No. Do the do the Bengals have a better quarterback than the Raiders? Snapshot right now. No, no queries about the future or contract or anything right now. I, I to me they're like, yeah, they're it's not that guy. that much different. Yeah. the car is probably a little bit better. 
The Bengals have better weapons. Defenses are about equivalent. In fact, I would take the Raiders' defense over the Bengals' defense, all, all told. And if you get Deshaun Jackson there for another week, I, the Bengals are coming off of a bye, and a road bye matters. But, like, I think you're buying the Raiders really freaking low right now. Yep, if you take I agree. This. So let's think about Raiders. If you can get it, if we can find you it somewhere. Find it. Uh, I agree. Cardinals, Seahawks. <laughs> so Russell Wilson God. is trending to be one of the three lowest graded quarterbacks um, this week. It was really not a good performance from him, which makes me wonder, did he work too hard uh, coming back? Because the... <laughs> Yeah, the, the he word, was working too hard. The Let's word that, that came out was that he was spending 19 hours uh, re- <laughs> repairing his finger, which, by the way, which, who cares? is just – it's so perfect to hear that because that's complete baloney. It's like, well, <laughs> no, you're not. Um, I, I don't – I'm not going to continue commenting on it. I just think that was hilarious. It clearly paid off. Um Cardinals, I would assume Kyler Murray will be back after that spirited Colt McCoy performance. What do you have this afternoon? Doesn't make the Niners lost Colt McCoy look all that great. But no. The, 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 the back of – it was actually I was on Circles Off podcast with Rob Azola, who's a professional better. I thought it was a really good time. And he, he mentioned to me something to think about, which was, does a backup quarterback in his first start or first collection of starts – generate more value than subsequent starts like can you is there a sort of like relief pitcher coming in adding like that was that clearly happened to McCoy it actually didn't happen to Trevor Simeon and other guys today uh, Mike White it happened yeah. you know yeah. what I, it's funny because I think there's two components that I agree one component is obviously the other team doesn't really know what to expect mm-hmm. you might change your offense the other is when a backup comes in and plays in their first game they're playing with house money Right. Yeah. Kind of, you know, like free and easy. Right. Like whatever, man. Like it's a shot. You know, like let's take it. I got nothing to lose. When they play well, all of a sudden they got something to lose. Right. Because they go, oh, if I string some stuff together, this could be, you know, a bigger contract. Right. Like maybe some team will will sign me to start. You know, and I'll I'll make like 10x what mm-hmm. I'm making this year, and that's fucking huge. Right. Um, and all of a sudden you just kind of, you know, that that gets in your head. Um. I have the Seahawks getting two and a half points at home. Yeah, if you assume Murray, I think it's got to be that. Maybe, maybe you know, three. Kind of what I have written. It is one and a half. Ugh. I don't think I want to bet it though. Like minus one and a, Cardinals minus one and a half is minus one fourteen. So probably pretty ugh. close to. We don't know how healthy Murray is. The Seahawks defense, I don't care what the numbers they put up in the Geno Smith era or this past game. They're not good still. They're they're in that same category as Kansas City where, like, they've caught some nice variants here, mm-hmm. but they're not great. Um, Cardinals, via that, that Thursday night loss, Packers are the one seed in the NFC right now. So, important would, game for them. I am going to... As much as I hate hearing the I spent 19 hours a day rehabbing my freaking finger, I do want to fade the Russell Wilson all of a sudden stinks narrative. He came back after a long time off and played in freezing Lambeau Field. He's going to be at home. Um, It's two and a half. Well, right now it's one and a half, but it's trending that way. I, I do like this as a teaser leg. All right, let's put that in a teaser 
with New Orleans at Philly. So we'll go C plus seven and a half versus ours. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe the game of the entire week is probably the game. It's definitely the game of the entire week. Cowboys Chiefs in Kansas City. Yeah. Very curious what you had here. Yeah. So so going into the week, I had it a pick. Uh, I had Chiefs minus three. Wow. Going into the game tonight, it was KC pick. Or, sorry, it was K- it was pick. Pick, yeah. That is nuts. So, th- isn't that classic, though? Like, we were talking about you don't overreact to the negative game that Dallas plays, and I don't think you should overreact too much to the Chief- game the Chiefs played. I do worry, though. In this but, game, if you're a Dallas wait, fan. What about overreacting to the game that the Cowboys had today? I think then the people, like, I think they're going to cancel each other out. Dallas mm-hmm. played a great game. Kansas City played a great game. I think, like, Dallas playing one bad game still doesn't, like, erase the fact they've been pretty impressive all year. The The tricky part about this game, though, right, if you're Dallas or, you know, if you're if you're inclined to back the Cowboys, is no Randy Gregory, right, no um, – Demarcus Lawrence probably pass rush is going to be hard have a hard time secondary is not great you know they do get interceptions and stuff they did shut down the Falcons it was impressive so do they do they have the discipline to play the too high stuff that every team but the Raiders has this year yes and I think this is also I think what this is saying too is it doesn't matter whether we think the Chiefs offense is back we think a good offense, and this is this is right, will score as many points as they want against the Chiefs. I think that's what this is about, yeah. right? Do you think do you think that that's actually true still? Yes. Okay. I I I think that the Chiefs defense so th- this is this is possibly my my fandom coming out, but it also I think is backed up. I think with taking Sorensen off the field for the majority of the games, taking Neiman off the field for the majority of the games, and a emergence to an extent from Chris Jones and Frank Clark puts the Chiefs defense not good, but in that 2019 category where against a good offense like the 1990s in the Super Bowl, the Titans in the playoffs, and the I'm a little worried that they're going to creak, but I'm not like that. The the, the yeah. sky is falling. Okay, so would you take the Chiefs then? If it's a pick 'em, because I would, I would take the Chiefs in a pick 'em. Sunday night football. The moratorium on Kansas City betting lasted one week. Everybody, let it be known. Let it be. Let the record show. Steelers, Chargers. Assuming Big Ben will be back for this. But I love this game. You know why I love this game? I love this game because if you have team total, if you have win win total under on these two teams, one of them is going to lose. Or, or, and by the way, if you bet Steelers under eight and a half wins. Ty's just as good of a loss, baby. That's true. That's why the Steelers are coming through today. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I assumed that Big Ben would be back for this. I have Chargers minus two and a half. Yeah, same. This will be a very pro Steelers uh, stadium in Los Angeles. Uh, and the Chargers have not exactly looked great recently. The Chargers haven't been good since when? Maybe the Browns game. Yeah, it's interesting. If you look at our power rankings going into the week, we have um, the Chargers and the Steelers power ranked very similarly. 
dead nuts. Chargers were zero points better than an yeah. average team on neutral field. Both of them have played very hard schedules um, thus far. Uh, I think two and a half is the right number. And that's saying something. Cause yeah, they, we don't know if Big Ben's playing, so there's no number yeah. available. Ja, yeah, what was – did um, Sherman have anything? Uh, so uh, Jeff Sherman had Chargers minus three and a half. Uh, Westgate Superbook, Chargers minus three and a half. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm taking that though, not knowing about Big Ben, yeah, and like knowing about Big Ben. Staley, by the <laughs> way, what did we say on this show? By the way, we said on this show that Brandon Staley might not be sharp; he might just be aggressive, right? We we, we said that he, you know, in the Chiefs game, he erred in not in not holding the ball and kicking all this stuff. He made a blunder at the end of that Vikings game that was pretty mm-hmm. substantial, mm-hmm. like. Uh, kicking the field goal to go down seven when you had fourth and one at the five, yep. like was a blunder. And Minnesota got them in a position where either they kick a 50-yard field goal to go up 10 or they run Dalvin Cook on fourth and two to end the game. Either way, the Chargers got screwed by that decision by Staley. And, you know, we were quick to praise him. You have to be fair. Yeah. I think we yeah. have to be quick to, to look at that situation and, uh, and, and look at it with uh, a skeptical eye there. Um, last game Monday Night Football Giants go to Tampa Bay to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Are, uh, are the Tampa Bay Bucks still the best team in the NFL they have the well it sucks because they they I think they have the most potential I think they have more potential than even the Chiefs or the Bills yeah I agree with you there it's tough to say that they're the best right now because they're so banged up um, yep. But if the, you assume that they get some positive regression in the health realm, losing I, the back back to back backup team. Viking quarterbacks is not great. Not, not a great. good look. Not a good look. They got they did get a little unlucky with some turnovers. Um, I had the Bucks favored by thirteen. Yeah, I said twelve and a half, and it is uh, eleven and a half. Yeah, I think. By the way, I think that part of this is that last year like they played on monday night football last year yep. too and like they got backdoored they were covering for a while and then the giants the golden tate touchdown the missed two-point conversion um that kind of thing um but also the giants are coming off of a bye i believe and tampa's not tampa's banged up yeah so giants coming off a pretty big buy now they, they get all the way out to monday night but cool that is week 11. We will write up our favorite picks. You can read them on pff.com. On Wednesday, love you all. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.